Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about Wright brand bacon Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed and real wood smoke, real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Meet Friday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. It's a brunch Meet Friday, baked raspberry French toast casserole, blueberry sausage breakfast fatties, bacon and sausage, and Bloody Marys. All on the Traeger. Anybody a Bloody Mary guy? Seton O'Connor Jr. the third. My first Bloody Mary I ever had, Portland, Oregon, with Seton. We had done a show out there, and we got done because we're on early in Portland, and uh, we're walking back to our hotel, and we walked by a restaurant, and there were people outside drinking Bloody Marys, and I said, you up for a Bloody Mary? And Seton goes, hell yes. Hello. And uh, Who are you talking to? We sat down, and I had my first Bloody Mary. It was awesome. Now, I don't like it when you have uh, slab like, of ribs, an oyster, <laughs> and then shrimp, and you know a fillet of fish on it. Yeah, a cheeseburger somehow works its way onto yeah. a stick in there. Like, what? I, all I need is just give me a piece of celery, and then you have your Bloody Mary. Oyster's nice, though. It's okay. Oyster's pretty good. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Paul. Didn't Seton have a Bloody Mary incident on a flight one time? Uh, sorry man, to bring that, it up. That was the worst. That was the <laughs> worst. I just I, we just got up in the air. It came around. I got myself a Bloody Mary for the 
plane. I poured out half of it into the little cup. I saved the other half. I just set up my uh, iPad. I'm going to watch a movie. I'm like, yeah, let's go. I'm getting all comfy and this and that. And the person in front of me slammed their chair back. The iPad fell into the Bloody Mary that then exploded not only all over myself, but also the person next to me. And uh, good thing we were only flying from... uh, you know, the East Coast to the West Coast. So it wasn't a very long flight to be covered in tomato <laughs> juice. And there was this awkward moment. It felt like it lasted five minutes. Maybe it was 30 seconds where I was like, oh, crap, what do I do? So then I turned to the person next to me and I said, hey, I'm sorry. I think that I might have just spilled. And they went, no, nah, we're good. We're OK. <laughs> and they just like cut me off. And it was like this like young, good looking dude. He's got like fancy looking clothes on, uh, super stylish hipster. He probably got somebody meeting him yeah. when he gets off the plane. And it just it smelled terrible. Yes, Paul. If I remember right, Seat either showed me or sent me a picture of the carnage. It looked like a crime scene. Uh, it looked like a, a like a Jackson Pollock painting. It was just awful. It was terrible. Uh, football last night. The uh, Washington football team beat the Giants. And, boy, that was back and forth. Uh, both teams tried to lose the game. But uh, give credit to the Giants. They did better than Washington did at losing that game. Taylor Heineke uh, got his first win as a starter. How old do you think Taylor Heineke is? Over, under 27 and a half. I'm going under. Under? McLovin? I say over because you wouldn't ask if it wasn't surprisingly old. Todd? He looked under to me. All right, Paulie? Just under. Let's I'm going to say. 24 years old. I think he is uh, 28 years of age. What? Yeah. Taylor, don't call me Tyler Heineke. Uh, this is uh, what he had to say after getting his first win as a starter. First start was, what, two, three years ago in Carolina? Threw three picks, tore my tricep. It was just a brutal thing, and that was my last start until last year, Tampa. Um, t- come in Tampa last year, had a good game, but ultimately fell up short. And then finally, um, get that first win. So it's nice to get that weight off your shoulders, and hopefully we can keep the ball rolling. All right, here is the Giants' call the Giants radio network of Washington missing the first field goal at the end of the game. Way takes the snap, gets it down, kick on its way, and it is good, but there's a flag he on the play. It. He missed it. Oh, you missed it. He missed it. There's a flag down. Let's see what the flag is. People running along the bench. Let's see what the call is. Offside on the defense number 97. It's a five-yard penalty and a first down. Listen, the Giants have earned this defeat if it happens. They've done everything they could. Here's the play-by-play of Washington's game-winning field goal after the penalty. Hopkins is set. Snaps good. Hold down. Kick. This one is up. And that one is good. Washington wins 30-29. That's courtesy of WTEM, the Team 980, the uh, Giants radio call, WFAN, Giants radio network. Between 1990 and 2019, 88% of the teams that started 0-2 missed the playoffs. You could throw out those stats because the NFL expanded the playoff field in 2020. Now we're up to 17 regular season games. So that famed 0-2 stat means even less. When you look at the NFL landscape this season, 0-2 means something different depending on what division you play in. The NFC West and the AFC West are loaded. All of their teams are 1-0. So none of them will be 0-2, but the NFC East is wide open. The Cowboys lost week one to the Bucs. They visit the Chargers this weekend. 
no one in Dallas should panic at 0-2. They will if they're 0-2, but they shouldn't. We saw Washington beat the Giants last night. and Now the Giants are 0-2 for the eighth time in the last nine years. Washington won the division at 7-9 last season. Same can be said about the AFC South. The Texans lead the division at 1-0. That's not going to hold up. As for every other team that's about to go 0-2, it's a long season. Hopefully that's a good thing because your team has time to figure things out. Poll question, McLovin, what are we going with hour two? Okay, so hour one was worst division in the NFL, and it's a runaway. The choices are NFC East, NFC North, and AFC South. AFC South, 65%. Then yeah. NFC East. But is well, that just because we're, they're, we're bored by the AFC South teams, or is it, are they really not that great? You're always bored by the AFC South. Oh, come on. It's an automatic turn. Even Seahawks-Colts. That should have been an exciting game, but it just got buried by everything else. Well, the Colts are a competitive team. But are they exciting, though? Oh. I don't... How many exciting teams are there in the NFL? <laughs> oh, boy. I give you go, man, they're exciting. Now, are we adding off the field to on the field? Like, are the Browns exciting? Oh, yeah. They are. Oh, big time. Okay. Are uh, the Ravens exciting or is Lamar Jackson exciting? That's an interesting question. Because I, I, immediately the Ravens came to mind. and I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe it's just Lamar Jackson. Are the Steelers exciting? Yeah? Yeah. Borderline. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Paul. The Ravens suffer from the uh, boring umbrella that Joe Flacco had over the franchise for over a decade. No offense. (laughs) Lamar Jackson still needs to get away from that. Okay. No offense. All right. Yeah, McLovin. No offense. I think you could go the the ones that seem obvious. Kansas City Chiefs are exciting. Yes, they are. Green Bay Packers seem exciting. On and off the field. And for some reason, are the Cowboys exciting because of all the buzz they generate? Yes. Those are easy ones, but the Steelers, I'm stuck. Seaton? Are the Seahawks exciting? No. See, I would say yes, but then I also thought, mm, maybe they're In not. the last three minutes of every game, Seattle's exciting. Kid, but I, see, I really like watching the Seahawks. I love watching Russ Cook. Yes. But I don't know. It, it's not, you don't have the Legion of Boom. You don't have Marshawn Lynch. I mean, I, I, I'm going to tune in to watch Pete Carroll chew his gum. Yes, McLovin. They hand it off all the time there still. It yeah. makes no sense. Are the Buccaneers exciting? Yes. Heck yeah. Okay. Are the Rams exciting? Yes. Mm. Are the Chargers exciting? Yes, Todd. I would throw the Bills and Saints in there as exciting teams. The expectations, Josh Allen, what Winston's going to do over the next several weeks. I think there's enough there to put them in the exciting category. I wouldn't put the Saints in there. That. Uh, you know, I mean, there, there's Jameis Winston, but other than that, like, uh, all right, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Feels like we're starting to get a little loose with the exciting. Yeah, one, like I'm talking about exciting that you have no rooting interest. And you go, I got to watch that, man. They're fun to watch. Like Loyola Marymount, when they when they had their style of basketball, you watched it because you're like, there's nothing like this. When when. You know, Westhead was coaching them, and you had Hank Gathers and Bo Kimball. They were fun. UNLV, the running Rebels, they were fun to watch. But I don't, I don't know if, yeah, I think we're a little loose here. 
Uh, are the Bengals exciting? No. Okay. <laughs> if the Bengals were promoted to be on, I would watch because of Joe Burrow and, Lamar, and Jamar Chase. Okay. Okay. So, all right. But are they exciting? <laughs> I'm talking about exciting, not, hey, I'll watch. Hey, that, you know, quarterback wide receiver combo is interesting. Yeah, see. Like the word efficient can't be anywhere near an exciting team. <laughs> okay. Like, right? like Denver. Denver is not exciting. Not at all. Are the Raiders exciting? I don't think they're exciting. I think they're interesting. See, that's part of the reason why the Browns are so exciting is because you have no idea what you're going to get. Yeah. But, you know, we're not even... I don't think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to play this week either. Like it's, it's really about Baker Mayfield. That's not exciting. Odell Beckham Jr. not playing. No, but, but it feels like we're, we keep tuning in. We're going to see Odell Beckham be Odell, uh, you know, in his Giants days. You're tuning in because of Baker Mayfield with the Cleveland Browns. I mean, you might tune in for Miles Garrett, Jadavion Clowney. Yes, Todd. Can exciting only be used with, as a positive connotation? Take the Jaguars, for example, watching a train wreck and seeing Urban Meyer meltdown. And but how but, bad but they're go. not exciting. They're interesting. Okay, so but it's not exciting to see how bad things may get over the next week? That couldn't be... But that's not exciting. I think it's something more than interesting, seeing what Urban Meyer's facial expressions and a quarterback that's used to winning his whole life could be losing by many, many points for the next several weeks. Yeah, Paul. I judge it by when they promote the next week of games. Dun, like dun, if, dun, dun. if you saw that the Rams are playing the Arizona Cardinals, all right, Matt Stafford versus uh, Kyler Murray, I- I'm planning on tuning into that. The promo for next week's uh, Thursday night game, how hyped are you guys for Panthers at Texans? <sighs> what else is, what, what is Your instant reaction when you hear the matchup is that's how you judge if a team's exciting. Um, that would be tough. Like that, that's where you ask, you know, your voiceover guy or your, your announcer is going to have to promote that. I mean, Panthers, Texans, somebody's got to win Thursday <laughs> night on Fox. Like, watch Deshaun Watson watch football. Yeah. You don't even get to see Deshaun Watson watching football. That would be interesting. Not exciting. Like even Christian McCaffrey, do you go, boy, he's exciting. I mean, you're going to sell a whole lot of Christian McCaffrey. Yes, McLovin. Can we judge, basically, the NFL puts out primetime schedules. Whoever gets the most primetime games, they must have numbers to back that. So it's obviously like probably the Chiefs. Well, the Bears got a primetime game against the Rams. (laughs) That's just because it's a big fan base. That was weird, too. Are the Eagles exciting? After Before week one, no. After week one, maybe. Hmm. I mean, they have to. That's the same thing I was going to say with the Saints. If Jameis throws five touchdowns again, then then they become really exciting. Are the Vikings exciting? Well, we know even Mike Zimmer's family doesn't think that. Are the Lions exciting? So what do we have? Ten exciting teams in the NFL? There are ten teams with five primetime games. Okay. So, yeah, it seems like about ten. Are the Dolphins exciting? Say, I don't find Buffalo exciting. I, I find them interesting to see what's going to happen with Josh Allen, but, but I don't tune in expecting to see fireworks. They're a really good team. I just, you know, it's like, okay, I'll watch because, you know, that's going to be a playoff team. Yeah, McLeod. How about the 49ers? 
if Trey if Trey Lance is playing, then they are. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo did what you would want Jimmy Garoppolo to do. Just go out, put up good numbers, uh, you know, play within yourself, as we like to say. That's exciting when a player yeah. plays within himself. <laughs> Tune in and watch Jimmy Garoppolo not do too much. <laughs> Tonight, Jimmy Garoppolo plays within himself. and The Niners host. Uh, the Niners go to Philadelphia. Interesting. Yeah. Spicy. But that's a one o'clock game. That's where the, uh, the the Sharps like to go. Hey, West Coast team traveling to the East Coast. One o'clock game. That's 10 o'clock their time local. <laughs> Body clock. So are you saying my Eagles have a chance? Because I think you might be right. Watch Jimmy Garoppolo's body clock. He play- <laughs> Jalen Hurts in the Eagles. Left for dead by the media. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that we'd throw in there. Packers are interesting. We already said that. The Lions are not. Bears. The Bears are only interesting if Justin Fields plays. But are they exciting? Um. Waiting for Justin. Yes, McLean. You totally nailed it. Like the teams with the most primetime games have these huge audiences, like yeah. the Steelers. I mean, the Bears don't have 10, but the Steelers have five primetime games. Just because there's so many fans. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Like there's a game this weekend, Titans Seahawks. That game will probably be 12 10 late in the fourth quarter, but it'll be a close <laughs> game. That's a game where you tune in to start the fourth quarter. Titans Seahawks. But, is, but is it unintentionally exciting? Yeah, like last night's game, the first three quarters were okay. The last quarter's pretty good. Yeah, McLeod. I'm going to sprain a thumb turning off Titans Seahawks. Are you kidding me? It's got the <laughs> AFC South. <laughs> McLovin hates the AFC South. Oh, my God. It's a Thursday night special. How many times? It seems like the Jaguars and Texans played four Thursday nights in a row every year. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, Drew Brees is driving to South Bend. He's doing the Notre Dame game against his alma mater, Purdue, for NBC and Peacock. We'll catch up with Drew Brees. That'll be coming up next year on the Dan Patrick Show. It's amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. No limit on how much you can earn, which is amazing, but even more amazing because of all the great places that Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. And that means when it comes to Discover, you get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. That's discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Unlock the truth in the new Peacock original drama, Dan Brown's The Lost Symbol. Harvard symbologist. I'm going with symbologist. Robert Langdon. He has to solve a series of deadly puzzles to stop a global conspiracy. Of course, Dan Brown, who gave us the Da Vinci Code. Uh, Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up. I like symbologist. McLevin, it's a a symbologist. Yeah, symbologist. And it's a biopic. 
Oh, it is? It's not biopic, biopic, as I used to say, yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tom Brokaw would have a hard time with that. <laughs> By the way, we uh, talked about this last hour um, because we, get, we stumbled on this topic about Drew Brees, and, and Drew's going to join us momentarily about uh, how great are you? If I said, are you better than Tom Brady, what would he say? And uh, we went back to, um, this was 2014. Steph Curry was on. So Steph hadn't been MVP. And uh, it, do you have that, uh, Seton? And uh, here's, here's Steph Curry asked by me about how good of an offensive player he is. Who's a better offensive player, you or LeBron? Better offensive player, me or LeBron? That's the first time I've ever been asked that question. Um, me. Okay. <laughs> Got to be, right? What if I said you go out and score as many as you want in a game and LeBron goes out? Who scores more? I like to say my shot would help me in that situation. As a matter of fact, I get a double team, I can hopefully shoot from farther out. Than <laughs> we'll see. I love the answer. And that got a lot of attention. And then that season, he had, so we talked to him in August. That season, he averaged 30. And that was sort of that breakout. He, I think he was 26 years of age at the time. Yeah, Paulie? I wonder if he looks back at that, if he had a do-over, he wouldn't answer it like that. He answered it a matter of fact. He didn't couch it anyway. And that's why he got a lot of coverage. NBC Sunday Night Football, Notre Dame analyst, Super Bowl MVP, Drew Brees, set to join us on the program. And uh, Drew will be on the call. Notre Dame hosting his alma mater, the Boilermakers of Purdue, this Saturday. That's at 2.30 Eastern. And then uh, Football Night in America, he'll be on that. Uh, head of the Chiefs, Ravens, all on NBC and Peacock. And Drew Brees joins us. How's the weather in South Bend, Indiana? <laughs> I'm actually driving. I'm driving... Uh... I just passed Kokomo, Indiana. I'm on Highway 31 North, headed up to South Bend right now. Did Notre Dame recruit you? No, they didn't. <laughs> Sounds like you're still holding a grudge there. No, no, no. I, I, no grudges. I, I'm a Texas kid, so I, I wanted, I wanted to go to the Texas schools. That was that was back in the old Southwest Conference days. You remember those days? Yeah, oh yeah, I do. Did the Texas schools recruit you? Uh, no, no, they didn't. <laughs> both, both both my parents went to Texas A and M, so I, I wanted to be an Aggie, even though the reputation for the Aggies back then with quarterbacks was it's where quarterbacks go to die. <laughs> the quarterback graveyard. It was running back, running back, and linebacker. You, but still, I love the tradition. I wanted to be an Aggie. Oh. How much did that hurt that all of a sudden you don't hear from them? Well, ironically, my left tackle in high school was offered by AM as like a sophomore. He was he was a phenom. His name was Seth McKinney. His older brother Steve McKinney was actually it was was a, a lineman there at the time. It ended up playing in the league for a long time. Both those guys did, um, and so. I went on an unofficial visit to A&M my senior year, and their, Seth's parents were pretty influential with A&M. His, his dad was the chancellor at A&M, and so they were really pushing the Aggies to recruit me. And so I think it was just out of respect for them that the Aggies kind of made it seem like they were 
a little bit interested. And so they, when I was on this unofficial visit, they scheduled an official visit for me in January. And so a week before the official visit, I called because I haven't heard a peep from a and I said, hey, am I still coming on this visit? And they said, oh, yeah, you, we'll, uh, we'll call you right back. <laughs> and they never called back. <laughs> so, it, you know, listen, it makes for a good story now. You know, but, but things, things, things probably would have been quite different had I gone to A&M and, and not the, the spread offense at Purdue. When did it hit you that you're not playing football any longer? Um, I mean, it's not like you just wake up one day and say, "Hey, I think I'm going to retire." I mean, that, that's a that, that's a process. Um, especially as I got you know later in my career, I knew that I was closer to the end than the beginning, and so you begin to think about how that's going to transpire and you know, the feelings and emotions that go along with that. But so like the weekends, I, you know, with no football, but you're covering it. But does it, do you wake up and you're like, oh God, I'm not, I'm not playing or I, I, I'm not preparing. Whereas, I mean, it, it was part of your life for decades. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's a grind. <laughs> you know, I mean, preparing, preparing to, to go play a game is a grind. And, and now it provides a weekly routine and it provides habits that I think really um, make you feel, make you feel good, you know, make you feel like you're going out and earning what you're going to get on Sundays. And so there's definitely something to that. But honestly, what fills that void for me now is, is coaching my kids and watching my kids play and, and still staying, staying in tune with the game, obviously with broadcasting and, and with, with some of the things I'm doing with NBC. So so there's, there's, there's ways that I'm filling that void. Toughest thing to get used to as a member of the media? <laughs> um, well, I, I don't really consider myself a member of the media, um, even though I guess, you know, technically I am. Um, I, I still, I still, I, I try to approach it the same way I did as a player. I, I, I I still prepare very much the same way in the way that I'm watching film and what I'm looking for and what then I try to communicate to the fans. So maybe I'm just taking a different approach to it. We had a conversation yesterday, and uh, we were wondering what you would say to this. Are you, uh, do you think you're better than Tom Brady? Uh, that's not fair. Um, I, there, there are. Well, let me just say it like this: um, There's no. You, you can't. You can't match up with the championships, right? I yeah. mean, look at look at. Just just stop the conversation right there. The guys won seven championships. I mean, it's. And you can go to each one, and, and it's very unique that you know, my career has has coincided almost exactly with his. You know, he came out a year before me um, from Michigan. You know, we played against each other in college. Um, but uh, but certainly he's always been a guy that I've, you know, watched, respected, admired, um, you know, pull up their game tape, watch them. I mean, so many so many elements of his preparation and his, his process in, in getting ready to play that I feel like I, I, I know quite a bit about. Um, so for that reason, so much respect and admiration. Um, listen, I'll be honest. There's, I think each 
each quarterback, and you could say this about Peyton Manning, you could say this about the Aaron Rodgers, you could say this about the guys that came before us, you know, like the Dan Marinos and the Elways and, and kind of that era. You know, each each era of football kind of, especially with quarterbacks, I think kind of stands alone. I, I don't think it's fair to compare this era of quarterback with the eras that came before us just because there's differences in the rules, there's differences in the environment, just all those things. There are things that I look at and say, you know, Tom Brady does this better than anybody that I've ever seen. I could say that about Peyton Manning. I could say that about Aaron Rodgers. I could say that about myself. There's things that I think that I did better than anybody. So that's the way I look at it is there's elements of everyone's game that probably set them apart from everybody else. Yeah, because he has the resume, but the competitor in you still would feel like, I mean, you didn't get to, you know, on the doorstep of the Hall of Fame without having belief in yourself. You know, if somebody said, hey, are you better than Bob Costas? At certain things I am. He's got the resume. He's got all of the sports Emmys. But in my mind, I, I feel like, hey, I'm, I can do things that he can't do and vice versa. Exactly. So, and, and, there, and there's, this, there's this competitive edge that exists with, with guys when you're, when you're, you know, in, in the, like when you're in the mix, when you're in the moment, when you're, when you're playing the game, right? Like I always felt like, especially maybe with quarterbacks in the NFL, that we would all have even closer relationships if it wasn't for the game. It, it, it's just so competitive and, and we want – we want to beat each other. You know, we want to be better than, than that other guy, you know. And, and I think we, we recognize the areas where someone might be better than us. You know, like I can turn on the film and say, man, I recognize where Brady's better than me or where Rodgers is or Peyton or, you know, one of these guys. And yet, so what do I have to do to get an edge on them, right? Or, and obviously we're not playing against each other in a game, but at the same time we are, <laughs> because my performance has to be better than his performance in order for us to win this game. Right. So, hmm. so yeah, you, that's how you, that's how you develop an edge. I mean, that's how you develop your strategy for how you're going to need to approach the game or approach your performance in order to be better. Talking to Drew Brees, his alma mater is playing Notre Dame coming up uh, this Saturday at 7:30 Eastern. And uh, of course, football night in America at seven Eastern on Sunday, that'll be the chiefs and the Ravens. Last time you spoke to Jameis Winston was when? Uh, I talked to him after the game. Did, did, um, did you talk to him before yeah. the game? Uh, we'll text. You know, I, I'm, I'm in touch with him and Taysom quite a bit uh, throughout training camp, the preseason, and, and, and during the season. Are you an unofficial assistant coach? I will say this. I did have the game plan for the game in my hand. <laughs> Wait, did you write it up? Did you, did you? Okay, okay. The Saints gave it to you. Yeah, the Saints gave it to me. <laughs> um, how's Notre Dame looking, by the way? You know what? They're, uh, they're finding ways to win. I'll say that. Um, you know, they, they, they open up the season down at Florida State, which, you know, fans are back, hostile environment. Obviously, Florida State was, was geeked up for that game. You know, Notre Dame goes up by, 
was it, 18 points in the fourth quarter and then really allows allows Florida State to get back in that game and tie it, and then it goes to overtime and, and Notre Dame finds a way to win. That game really should have been um, uh, much more convincing for Notre Dame. They, they just let them back in. They played Toledo at home this last weekend, and honestly, Toledo should have beat them. Yeah. Toledo outplayed them. Yeah. I agree. Um, but, listen, what do, what, do, what do good teams do? They find a way to win even if they're not playing their best football. I'd say this about Notre Dame. It's a different team than it was last year. Uh, they lost uh, a lot of – I mean, listen, they had like nine guys drafted, right? So both, four out of their five offensive linemen, a couple key defensive starters. So to me, they're still trying to find their identity on, on both sides of the ball, both offensively and defensively. You know, they, they get Jack Cohn, a uh, graduate transfer from Wisconsin. He's done a great job for them. They've got this young, true freshman quarterback in Tyler Buckner who came in against Toledo and was electric in, in what he was able to do. Um, defensively, they have a new defensive coordinator, Marcus Freeman, who is bringing in this aggressive style of defense. He was defensive coordinator at Cincinnati prior to this. So you're seeing a lot more variation in what they're doing, pressure, et cetera. But they just haven't quite found their identity yet. And I think a lot of it's just based on, hey, who, where do our strengths lie? You know, what's our personnel look like? And then how are we going to develop the system around that? How's the city of New Orleans after Hurricane Ida? It's, uh, it, it, it's on the rebound, as, as New Orleans always finds a way to do. It's so resilient, and, and people band together and, and just work to come back. You know, this was, this was such a sudden deal, you know, the way that Ida just picked up in force and, 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 hit, and hit New Orleans and really all of South Louisiana. And I think the major issue was the power, the power outages, you know, and just the, what that causes. You know, schools, in many cases, kids haven't gone back to school. You know, a lot of families have been displaced. That's both college, high school, you know, all the way down. Um, you know, the New Orleans Saints are in Dallas right now, practicing, I think, for another week or two, um, and have been since the storm. So just so many, so many ramifications. I know that line, line uh, you know, power line workers are just working around the clock, sleeping in their cars down in South Louisiana to try to restore power. You know, we're working with a bunch of organizations like Convoy of Hope and Second Harvest Food Bank and others to to get get a lot of these people food, resources, the things they need in order to restore power, so that we get families back in their homes and and schools back uh, going again. And so it's just the challenges that come along with that. Uh, here's a little tip. If your alma mater beats Notre Dame, don't jump up and say we won, okay? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're trying to coach the we out of my, my lingo <laughs> when it comes to Purdue and, and the Saints, you know? Yeah, yeah. You can't say we. can't. Uh, yeah, that's hard. That's no, hard. <laughs> no cheering. No cheering in the press box, all right? Listen, I, you know what I found myself? I mean, even last week, I, I just I, I find myself cheering for, like, really just good, sound football. And, and off, you know, some offensive fireworks. And I like seeing, I like seeing you know, good schemes on offense, good concepts, good execution. So I, I find myself cheering for whoever's on offense. Safe travels. Uh, we'll be watching on Saturday night. And uh, great to catch up with you again, Drew. Bye, Dan. You too. Thank you. That's Drew Brees. He'll be on the call. That game is a Saturday at 2.30 Eastern.
and then uh, Sunday night at 7 Eastern with Football Night in America. Let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, recap some of the things that Drew Brees had to say. Take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. 
It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. We just had Drew Brees on. He's doing the Purdue-Notre Dame game. Purdue's band will be without the world's largest drum. I didn't know it was the world's largest drum. It's 10 feet tall, and it weighs 565 pounds. It won't fit in the tunnel and uh, in, in, in South Bend, in the visitor's entrance. It would fit in if they went in with the home team entrance, but they're not allowing them to uh, go in that way. So the visitor's tunnel. The world's largest drum was first built in 1921, and it's celebrating its 100th birthday, and it won't be able to celebrate with the football team. Yes, Pauline? Yeah, going back to 79, uh, the drum has never missed a game. And the drum is uh, probably going to complain because it's ready to play this weekend, but they're not letting it in. There is an entrance at Notre Dame that will fit in, but it's not the visitor's entrance. Is Notre Dame being petty, mm. or is this fun college gamesmanship? <laughs> I don't. Or both. Uh, what is what is Purdue uh, an underdog by? A uh, three touchdowns. I got Notre Dame giving seven to Purdue. Oh, that's it. That's fantastic. Oh, Purdue's two and zero. Okay. Maybe this is gamesmanship here. Yes, McLovin? I mean, Notre Dame barely beat a Florida State team that lost the next week to right. Jacksonville State. Yeah. And barely beat Toledo. The uh, Texas drum, it's called Big Bertha, eight feet tall. And uh, Missouri's Big Mo is uh, nine feet tall. Purdue's drum looks down upon those other drums. (laughs) Pithy. Yes, literally. Um... Drew Brees did answer the question about, are you better than Tom Brady? I don't know. I don't think he wanted to because it's a tough one to answer, but the competitor in you feels like you are better than anybody else. And Drew Brees then lumped in some of the other quarterbacks there, his constituents. You know, he they they all think they're great. And, you know, you do something better. You know, he said, look, I do things better than Tom does. But Tom's resume is going to trump everybody here. Um, I thought it was interesting that Drew Brees had the Saints game plan prior to the game and that he stays in touch with Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. I thought that was interesting. Now, if I was doing Football Night in America and Drew Brees is on there with me, I would have to ask him about what was the game plan now that I know that you got the game plan uh, before that first game, I would want to know if you got the game plan before this next game. How involved are you? And I know, you know, Drew is easing into this member of the media, but you have to understand there are certain things that you have to distance yourself from. Rodney Harrison, you know, former Patriot, but he has removed himself from the Patriots a long time ago. You know, Tony Dungy was with the Colts. He removed himself a long time ago. You know, Drew is so attached 
and, and rightfully so, because he was there with Sean Payton for such a long period of time. And then you bring in Jameis Winston. Uh, you bring in Taysom Hill and developing them. And then they go with Jameis and he throws five touchdowns, you know, versus Green Bay. You know, he eventually he'll have to kind of wean himself off being a New Orleans Saint. And that'll be hard to do. But eventually he'll have to do that. And, and even, you know, Purdue, it's his alma mater. You don't want to say, hey, we, I mean, Purdue is up uh, 7 nothing on Notre Dame. Yeah, McLevin. Were there occasions where, like, Tony Dungy and Rodney Harrison told you things before the show and said, I can't, you can't say this? No. No. I'd rather not know. Don't, don't tell me something and then say you can't use it. I'd rather you didn't tell me. Because I, if you tell me, then, then I'm going to use it. Um, and, and Rodney or Tony might say something while we're watching games, and I'll bring that up when we did the highlights. I'd be like, you know, Rodney, you said uh, on, when this play happened, and then I'll just bring it up because in the moment, that's what I want. I want his reaction in the moment or Tony Dungy's reaction in the moment because I thought it made for better TV that they said this five hours ago and then get their reaction from saying that. Some phone calls here. Uh, Phil in Indiana joins us on the program. Hi, Phil. Dan, always a great pleasure to be with you. Um, you were talking about exciting teams and games to watch. First off, I, I try not to miss uh, Bishop Sycamore when they're on. I love <laughs> watching those guys. Um, Dan, so really you touched on something that I wanted to get your thoughts on. You said if you were to just sit down with no rooting interest. For me, Dan, if I had to choose between Saturday and Sunday, that's Saturday. That's college football is far more exciting with more exciting teams than the NFL. But I, I wanted to get your thoughts. Have a great weekend, buddy. All right. Thank you, Phil. Yeah, I'm, I'm more invested from the emotion side of it by watching a, foot, a college football game. Just because it, it brings out more emotion. The, the spirit, you know, the, the atmosphere. And, and college football is wild. You just never know what's going to happen. With the NFL, it, you have a little bit more of a script there that you can follow. And all the offenses are similar in the NFL. Whereas in college, I mean, it, it could be, you know, when Army faced Oklahoma and Army could have won that game at Oklahoma, went into overtime. And you're going, this is unbelievable that Army, Army threw four passes against Oklahoma and nearly pulled off that win. Larry in Arizona. Hi, Larry. What's on your mind? Uh, thanks for taking my call, Dan. You know, I'm uh, kind of curious why you didn't mention or why you don't like the Arizona Cardinals and don't think they're exciting. Do you think Kyler Murray is an exciting quarterback? I, I never said that, Larry. Well, you didn't. Nobody ever mentioned five of you. Nobody mentioned the Cardinals for your most exciting team. So I presume that you don't think they're exciting. I, Paulie brought up Arizona and the Rams, and we both said that's exciting. Kyler Murray's exciting, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm sorry if I ruined your Friday there, but uh, oh. sorry, Larry. I, Kyler. <laughs> Don't do it. Go back to what I said about Kyler Murray when he was in college. When he was coming into the NFL, when they're like, oh, he's too short to play. I'm like, okay. Guy's going to make a mistake again. So, yes, he's exciting. Kyler Murray is exciting. Larry.
Yeah, see. I love so much, though, how it immediately turns into, why don't you guys like my team? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Who did yeah. we just get dinged with that for? Was that the Titans? Somebody was like, you never talk about the Titans. Oh, they yeah. hate us. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yes, McClellan. The Cardinals. Uh... Kyler Murray. <laughs> Even Kyler Murray. It's... Do they're always eight and eight? That's the thing. Like you need to. Okay, but is you he, need to win. Okay, is he exciting? He's exciting, but it's not like must see TV. Like if Arizona's on in the middle of a bunch of games, I don't think that they're drawing bigger ratings. There's something because they have to win and be exciting. You I just to want to let Larry know in Arizona that that's McLovin saying that. Well, they might. There. It seems like they're pretty geared up this year. Uh, Aaron in Oklahoma. Hi, Aaron. Good morning, Dan and Danettes. Morning, Aaron. Uh, first time, long time. First time, long time. Six uh, two, two twenty five. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to. I just wanted to weigh in on the Drew Brees, Tom Brady debate on the greatness of who's who. I think Apollo Creed in Rocky Three said it best. Last scene in the movie, they're dancing around in the ring, and Apollo looks at Rocky and says, "Stallion, you fight great." But I'm a great fighter. I think that's the quote of the day. I'm dropping the mic. Thanks for my call. taking my call. It's Aaron in Oklahoma. You fight great, but I'm a great fighter. Yes, Paul. But didn't Rocky knock out Apollo Creed? Rocky too. Hmm. I don't know. Let me ask that's Todd. He became a great he, he fighter. He did win in Rocky too. Okay. That is a fact. Right. He got his revenge. All right. Thank you, Todd. Didn't go so well with Clubber Lang, though, for Rocky. Mm-hmm. The rematch it did, right? Yeah, the first one he got destroyed. Had a lie to his dying uh, trainer. Then he got his revenge. That, why are we getting Todd started on this? <laughs> then he does his impersonation. We got more to do. We got more to do, Mick. Mick. And we got one more hour. One more hour. One more item. We close out hour two, and it's DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. You're ready to go. Week two, new customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. You sign up using code Patrick. You can get in on all the action right now. And it's simple. You pick your lineup. You have to stay under the salary cap, and then you see how your team stacks up against the competition. And it's NFL action like you never felt it before. Free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. First thing you have to do, download the draft. Kings app now. Use code Patrick. And this week, new customers get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Enter the code Patrick. You get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with your first deposit. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Jump in now. Try it. A minimum $5 deposit is required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Use the code Patrick. Free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with your first deposit. DraftKings.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.